about that cigar? How is everybody? We're chilly. We're cold. It's Minnesota. It's April 2nd, 2019, and it's 40 degrees outside. April Fool's Day. April, yeah. Belated. Belated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Mm. Cheers. Um, dang it. That should have been a softball. And April just, Fool's. I just wasn't. I'm not actually it. pregnant. You, a girl can a girl can dream. What? You're not? I know, right? You really owned that. <laughs> you sold it. I did sell it. I totally did sell it. So guys, if you don't know us, we're we're uh we are how about that cigar? My name's Matt. I'm Garrett. And uh this is our first time going live on Facebook. Thank you if you're joining us. We really appreciate you taking a few minutes. You're gonna hear some crinkling cellophane in the background as we open cigars. Um our first, uh, our first podcast was a month ago. Yep. Yeah, month ago, um, and we, uh, you know, kind of regrouped a little bit and and learned from some things we did the first time to figure out how we can do podcasts better. Uh, this is something that we're trying new, you know, going on Facebook Live because the good thing is we can go live, we can talk about stuff, and after it's all over and the the rebroadcast full video goes on, then we can extract the audio from the video and uh, put it up on our podcast channel. So absolutely, we're going to try it. Yeah. And uh, this is the, the, uh, the ugly man cave, but it works really nicely. Yeah. I wanted to call it a bat cave, but I, I, I cannot in good conscience, I cannot um, insult Batman. the good graces of Batman mm-hmm. by calling this the bat cave. Yeah. It'd just be straight. We do need wrong. a name. Yeah, we do need a name. So now, I see a li- I see a like. I see so, a little a little heart yep. there. Somebody's, so somebody's hearted. We appreciate that. And if if somebody could just give us a you know, friendly heads up, since this is our first time, if somebody gives us a friendly heads up, yep. let us know you can see us okay. Let us know you can hear us okay. In the comments, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Also, we'd love to see comments and suggestions on what we should call this cave. Absolutely. This place. So, Garrett, if you would oh, yeah. get us started and tell us these lovely cigars that you brought for us to enjoy tonight. Oh, so I want to say it was probably six, seven, eight years ago um, that I, just by happenstance, found the Herrera Esteli Lancero. And I was absolutely blown away by it. And it was fantastic. It I mean, the construction, the draw, and this was at a time where the big ring gauges were really blown out of the gate, and that was the the big new trend was all these big ring uh, gauge cigars. And um, I grabbed this Lancero, and the flavors I got out of it were just stupid. And ever since then, um, I want to say there's maybe one or two lanceros that can keep up with this Herrera Esteli by Drew. It's a very good it's a very good lancero. And so they just re-released. Yeah. Um and uh, and it was a sad sad day when they sold out. <laughs> yeah, cuz well so it was actually it was 2014 that the that the first ones came out. Um, and they, they only released, it was a limited run. I don't remember. Oh, Bethany, thank you for letting us know. You can hear us. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. We appreciate that, letting us know we can be seen and heard. That helps when you're doing Facebook Live. you got to be seen and heard. <laughs> that helps. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, 2014 um, that these were released originally. 15-count uh, boxes. I think it's the same now, 15-count boxes. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a limited run, maybe maybe 4,000, 5,000 boxes, which sounds like a lot, but in terms of cigars, it's really, uh, if you, if you do 5,000 boxes, it's not, it's not very much. Yeah. In terms of good cigars. Yeah. That's not a lot. Um, because all of a sudden the word gets out and that limited run becomes a unicorn quick. And I don't, I just heard about this guy who's got an entire unopened box of 2014s yeah yeah he's um he's a real jerk though oh is he i i've met him before <laughs> no it's me and and he is a real jerk but no i i actually it was it was a while after they were released after they were sort of hard to hard to find and somebody on one of the web forums had a box up for sale or it might have been a facebook group i don't remember exactly but somebody i saw a box up for sale and um at a very good price for at the time cigars that were i mean now our original box is five years old and i got these maybe a year or two two years ago and just paid a little bit over what msrp was originally so um yeah just to let you know how fast uh word moves i bought that cigar and i smoked it i want to say like two days later i called them right after that cigar uh, local shop here in the Twin Cities, Minnesota, called the shop and said, hey, I got this there. And they were like, oh, yeah, that was gone yesterday. Gone yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, was it this one? Yeah. Well, was it not the re-release, the original? Oh, so back in 2014, back in 2014 you heard about it and you, called, I got, and you called the shop and they said they're gone. No, I bought one when I was there. Oh, okay. Okay. Brought it home, you know, put it in my humidor a couple days later smoked it and then i called them oh and you fell in love with it you yeah. called them to get more and they said yeah they're gone yeah it's like, like the you silly man it's like those the the new padrone the mm. the mm. padrone black that just came out i mean i i'm pretty sure i think i mean i know i bought a couple boxes from them i'm pretty sure they sold out that day he may have ordered more but i don't think there were any more to be oh, ordered. He did. oh he did order more oh he did okay good i'm glad he was able to get more because they they went pretty fast at all the shops. Um, so yeah, guys, this is um, this is our second time around as far as with a podcast. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more uh, this time. We opened up last the last podcast with with sort of basic philosophy about what we're gonna talk about uh, on the website, what what the whole philosophy behind it is, and we want to finish those points this time. Make sure we didn't miss anything. Uh, and also we have a few um, other items we're going to get into. Uh, but one of the things that um, that somebody brought up to me that I thought that's a great, great idea. Uh, and I thank them for pointing it out that we missed talking about last time is you guys don't really know. You don't know anything about really how we met and, you know, why, are, you know, obviously there's two guys sitting here smoking cigars and talking about cigars. Why are we doing that? And how did we. How do we meet? How do we know each other? So, um, Garrett, take it back to, you know, when we, when we met. Is that like 
2013. It was 14. It was the same year as this was, cigar. Wow, a lot of things happened yeah. that year. Yeah, we were it, we were in the showers in prison. Yeah, and <laughs> it really is a love story. <laughs> um, we had started a little. Um, we were in we were in a discussion yeah. somewhere about uh, about something. Yeah. It, oh, it was about it was about smoking when it's cold. Well, no, wasn't the first, it? No, no, no. Here's what happened. You said, uh, you know, there's this, you know, whatever uh, topic that that we were discussing, and you responded and said, you know, I'm I'm exhausted. I just got back from a week in the fishing. And I said, oh, you know, where'd you go? You wouldn't know it. Little Lake in you know Minnesota. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Shoot, I forgot all about that. And you said, I bet I do know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and kind of the rest of this history, we both swiped right, and uh, um, I, you know, was involved, and in still uh, every Wednesday uh, do a cigar night and um, little get with a few guys and invited Matt along. And it was a little weird at first, you know. Well, yeah, because you 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 know you meet you meet somebody online, you have similar interests and, and one person has the courage to say, well, we have this group that meets every, and you're like, yeah, I, mm, that's, I mean, that's how you wake. That's, that's how you wake up in a bathtub full of ice with your kidneys missing. I'm that's sorry, right. but that's it. But no, I said, I've got Hi, to, Georgie, uh, do you like <laughs> exactly. So no, I, I said, I've got to try it. You know, I've got to try to meet new people. And cause that's really one of the things that cigars does is, is, you know, it, it gets you to meet new people and things yeah. like that. Cause I'm an introvert by nature. Um, and the, my wife even comments on it that I'm an introvert, but somehow around cigar people, I've become this, this, the opposite. You I mean, really I, blossom. I, blo I, I blossom. I blossom. I do seriously though. I come out of my shell and cigars just bring out that, that sort of type a mm -hmm. personality that, that usually for me is kind of in the background. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, quickly, we became really close friends, um, not only around cigars, but, you know, in life and our families met and um, it's it's been an awesome, awesome trip with uh, with Matt. And we had both talked about wanting to do something in cigar media, you know, many years ago and be it where we were at in life you know, for a myriad of reasons, just couldn't make it happen. We both dabbled with, um, you know, different outfits and doing review reviews here and there. And yeah, cause back, um, what year was it that, cause you were doing, you had a YouTube channel with the cigar shop. Yep. Um, and what year was that? Cause it was before we knew each other. Yeah. That was like 2012. Okay. Okay. So you, and so you have, you know, that's where your cigar media experience comes from. You yeah. had a review channel and you did, um, they were short, short videos, eight, eight to 10 minute videos, exactly. right? Exactly. Yep. So 10 minutes was, was my yeah. mark that I wanted to hit. And, um, you know, uh, I enjoyed it. Loved it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we, you know, like Garrett said, we got to know each other at this merch group, you know, and, and then, you know, we just became fast friends, you know, because we had interest on in there 
which is cigars. I mean, that's kind of a perfect, that's kind of a perfect combination as far as I'm concerned. Um, because cigar, cigars just, they, they bring people together. Um, and, and Garrett and I are, you know, really similar in personality in a lot of ways and really opposite in a lot of other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, so we actually kind of balance, you know, balance out pretty well and, and contrast each other pretty well. Um, and I, I just have to bring up the cigar right away because I mean, it's only been a few minutes, but it really does because re-releases, you never know what's going to happen with a re-release when they say, Oh, we're going to bring back the cigar that was so popular back in the day. And you think, well, okay, but is it going to taste like the one did back then? Well, I'm glad you're, I'm not going to say it's exactly the same, but it's really good. I mean, it's really good. And so Lancero's a little smoother. If you, if you don't have a lot of experience with smaller ring gauge cigars, Lancero's, you know, have a tendency to, because, you know, they're a smaller gauge, there's not as much mass to hold things together. But when you get an, an ash, and, you know, this is not the world's greatest camera, but when, when you get an ash that holds on like that, you know, at three quarters of an inch on a 38 ring gauge cigar, I think you're looking at some, you know, pretty good construction. It mm. feels good. It's not warm or anything like that. Uh, and, it, and the flavors are just really pretty solid. So, yeah. I'm excited for this one. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, and I couldn't agree more. And I'm glad you kind of broke. I wanted to say a little something about it, but we had a good thing going. But uh, I remember it being a little spicier. Um, but and maybe that comes later. We'll we'll see. Either yeah. way, it's smooth. It's rich. And yeah, like Matt said, it's performing amazing. The draw is perfect. And that's typically what you get from a Lancero. So right now, just to kind of hit on on current stuff, what's going on, you know, it's like we said, it's April 2nd. For wherever you live in the world, April 2nd could mean a ton of different things. For us, it means it's still a little bit cold. I still have a fairly significant amount of snow on the ground that hasn't melted yet. Um, it rains again today, although, so it rained today, but it snowed yes. on Sunday and yesterday. Yeah. Um, and... So By down. Friday, it's going to be 70. So, yeah. I, what are you going to do? It's part of living in Minnesota. You don't, and, and it could be the middle of July, and it'll be 95 one day and 65 the next. Hmm. Good times. Love it. Fun times. Um, so one of the things that, uh, that I wanted to talk about today was the, the tagline on our website is you know what's called how about that cigar and the tagline is consumer focused cigar info and entertainment and what does that really mean what does consumer focused mean because there are a lot of other cigar blogs and cigar media out there um and i i love almost all of them you know there's some great groups out there from cigar federation to cigar dojo mm -hmm. half wheel Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm going to draw a blank, uh, blind man's puff developing palettes, um, uh, cigar coop, um, oh, cool. bear duplicy, um, you know, uh, Boston Jimmy at, over at, uh, um, gosh, my brain is falling apart right now, but I mean, there's just tons and tons of great cigar media people out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and even the guys at famous smoke. 
Oh they, yeah. They do a YouTube channel. Yeah, Cigar and, Advisor. Yeah, Cigar Advisor. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, they do a weekly show. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And there's a lot of retail yep. guys that do it too. You know, Mike, uh, Mike and Mike uh, was Cigar Hustler. They, yeah. You know, and um, then, I mean, the kings of podcasts, uh, Cigar Podcast, the Cigar Authority. Oh, Cigar uh, Authority, yeah, yeah. Dave, uh, Dave Garofalo and, uh, and those guys just do a great job. I mean, they've been, they've been nonstop for almost, I think, nine years. They've mm -hmm. been doing their podcast and, they don't they don't miss a beat they're always on yeah so um and and we know that those guys definitely focus on the consumer all those you know they they focus on the consumer because they want to give the consumer information but you know um one of the things that that i saw a gap was the there they there's so much focus on cigars that are newer to the market you know that have maybe been released within the past few years um, and they're phenomenal cigars. They're great cigars. Um, and that's really what you want to get consumers interested in, in the market is, you, you know, cause cigar consumers were always asking what's new. What do you have on the shelf? That's new. Every time you go into the shop, what do you have that's new? But then there's a vast segment of the market who are dedicated to the brands that have been around for ages. Uh, you know, Macanudos, you know, the, the Macanudo Hyde Parks, mm -hmm. you know, the Cohiba Red Dots, um, the Ashton Classics, the Fuente Fuentes, Curly Heads, Monte Cristos, Monte Cristos, Monte Cristo, Monte Cristo White Label. Um, a lot of LFDs have been around for ages. Partagas. Partagas, you know, and th these brands are, are just really popular brands that sell really well all the time. And so we wanted to make sure to, to not leave those consumers out of the mix, you know, because if, if there's a consumer who wants to know what uh Macanudo Hyde Park tastes like in 2019, you know, we can, there's a review up for that on how about that cigar. So you can know this is what it's like today. And we're going to, and, and it's in a category called flashback review. And we're going to, we're going to try to mix those in on a regular basis. We're still going to, do a lot with the new cigars uh, because that's really that really is what drives drives the market forward. Uh, but we also want to keep a foot in the past so that people know, hey, there's there's a lot of cigars that are still very tasty that are that have been on the market for ages mm -hmm. that you should not forget about. You should go when you go to your brick and mortar shop. You should reach for those every once in a while just to keep yourself, you know, reminded of of how good they can be. Absolutely. And that is such a long list of, you know, old classics yeah. that we're going to be hitting. Um, and I'm really excited to take a trip down, you know, some of those memory lanes because um, I, I still remember the very first premium cigar I had, uh, Fuente Hemingway. And every time I smoke it, yeah, it's like going back. It's know? such a great cigar. And I think, I mean, it was mid nineties when that cigar was released, when the Hemingway first came to market. Yep. It was mid nineties. I don't remember exactly when, but. And to this day, in my opinion, that is the only series where every Vitola is outstanding. Yeah. From the short story all the way up to the Presidente. It is just a phenomenal cigar. So um, excited for that. But, you know, like Matt said, I mean, there are, there are tons um, to go, we're going to do a lot of new stuff as well, but like anything, you know, whether you're into cigars, uh, beer, wine, 
obviously a lot of people are interested in the new stuff. What's new? What's new, exciting? What flavors can I try and taste? And who's doing this and that? And we're all about that too. Yeah. We're just going to throw it back every once in a while because there's a reason why uh, Fuente sells all of those old classic cigars. There's a reason why Macanudo, you know, and Gurkha and Nub and um, Oliva. Oliva. Yeah. You know, they're selling all of those classic cigars. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's something that Bear, I was uh, lucky enough to be on Bear's podcast on Sunday night. Um, so if you guys check out El Oso Fumar Takes, it's a great podcast. Bear does a really great job with that. And he's also on um, the special edition shows with uh, with Will Cooper. So check those out as well. Yeah, and if you watch this after the fact, we will leave a comment um, and some links to yeah. um, all of these guys as well that yeah. we're shouting out. Um but I, I talked about the fact that um, the first flashback review that's on How About That Cigar is the Macanudo Hyde Park. Um, and I mean, it's iconic. I mean, it's... Changed the game. It changed the game. It's, you know, when you look at that band, um, although it's, you know, the band's a little different than it was 20 years ago. You know, it's sort of more foil embossed, a little shinier. It was more of a just plain green and white back then. But... It's it's an iconic label. It's it's iconic like Budweiser is iconic. You know when when you see that Budweiser can, it's 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 like an American staple. You just know what it is. And when you see that Macanudo, that green band on the Macanudo, you, it's 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 part of almost part of Americana now. Yeah. And for every cigar snob that that you know um, turns their nose up at the thought or the sight of a Macanudo. Just know there's at least one, if not two or three other uh, cigar smokers out there who that's their staple. Yeah. And one of the things I brought up to Bear was I and I don't have the data, but I would be willing to go and get the data. And I bet I would be right that it's been in the top 10 best selling cigars every year since it was released. Yep. And I bet it's never missed a single year. And it's, you know, it's kind of the sorry to use the term, but the gateway drug for a lot of cigar it is. guys. Yeah, that's know? one of the things I mentioned in the review is um, because um, in those, because I bought uh, three samples and smoked through them and the first third of the cigar was just, that was the sweet spot. That first third was really just, it was, it had everything you wanted from a mild cigar. It had a lot of flavor but it was mild. It wasn't, you know, for for somebody new to cigars who hasn't tried a premium cigar before. That's that's the cigar that can at least help give you an idea of what you can expect to experience as uh, the entry into premium cigars. Yep. You know, it gives you some basic tobacco flavors. It gives you sweetness. It gives you smoothness, creaminess. Consistent but then, construction. Yeah, consistent construction. They really do burn well. They're mm-hmm. they're they're well made. So then you get into the second third and it starts to get a little spicier. Not much, but a little bit. But then as you get into that the final third, then it starts to get a little bit harsh. There's this sort of soapy characteristic to it, almost coats the it almost coats your tongue with this soapy, oily kind of consistency. 
Um, and I had a theory that I put in the review about this, and that is I have a feeling at least. So a lot of people who try their first cigar, their first ever premium cigar, it's going to be that Macanudo, or it might be an Acid, or it might be a Monty White, or something like that. But if it's that Macanudo, or cigars that are uh, similar to it, not the Acids, that's another category, but they, if it's their first time ever trying one, there's a good chance that they're not going to finish the whole thing mm-hmm. because they may they they just may not be used to that they may not be used to you know even with a super mild cigar like a macanudo hyde park they're probably not going to finish the whole thing but they're going to get the best part of it which is all those flavors and that smoothness that's in that first third yep. and that's why i think people rave about it so much especially first-time cigar smokers they say man that macanudo is fantastic and you know, in a way they're right, you know, um, in a way they're wrong too, but, but in a way they're right because they're going to get all that smoothness up front. Yep. So how about the minis? The minis? Yeah. Those, the ones that come the in the little tins. Popular. Yeah. Uh, miniature cigar by far and away. I would say the next three or four most popular minis don't even hit what the, yeah. those Macanudo minis do. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, and especially those Maduros. Yes, the Maduros that come in little tins. If you if you want a uh, you know spe- Minnesota, it's really cold. If you want a cigar that's only going to last you fifteen minutes, but but has good flavor to it and is 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 going to burn right for those fifteen minutes, and they're and the price point is right. Yep. I'm sorry, but the price point is right, and you're going to get out of it uh, everything that you pay for. You're going to get good flavor, good construction, and a, in in a quick quick smoke package. So. Yep. You can't go wrong with that. No, it really can't. Um, other um, part of the consumer focused is uh, one that we've. We're back. Oh gosh, technical difficulties. Sorry, guys. I can honestly say I don't know why that happened, but we're back. Sorry we're about back. that. And if you are just joining us, um, we would. Uh, like to thank you for uh, coming back um, or if you're watching this again um, and you watched our first video and looking forward to uh, the story of our destinations is kind of where we left off I was about to tell um, the story of our our first destination visit uh, down to Chicago where Matt and I had a just an unbelievable experience and opportunity to go to Biggs Mansion yeah in downtown Chicago and if you haven't been you you gotta go um, the uh, the place is is gorgeous it's in a historic uh, mansion and the entire mansion has been turned into a beautiful classic old uh, lounge there's uh, a wonderful retail shop on the floor there is a um, small, uh, free, public lounge on the first floor, and then for the select who want to uh, become members there, you have access to uh, the entirety of, of Biggs, and it doesn't disappoint at all in its comfort, in uh, being able to host um, a lot of different events if uh, if you'd like to check that out they've got pool tables they've got uh, 
just tons of TVs, music in some rooms, um, and the, the section, the retail was awesome. Uh, Matt and I yeah. were like two kids in a candy store. Yeah, they really have a great selection. And uh, we were treated very well. There. Oh, yeah. And um, we were able to meet with uh, Risty from JSK Cigars and had a um, just a great chat with uh, Risty. And, yeah, uh, shout out Risty and sorry, sorry that, uh, you know, it didn't, we, so we were, we recorded a whole video and interview and everything and, and it just didn't, it, it happens. It was a, it was a false start on our part. So sorry about that, but you know, we learned from our mistakes, Absolutely. Um, but it's, uh, we had a great conversation with him. He's, he's just a great dude. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, meeting up with him again and, yeah. and doing a, a take two on that. So look forward to that in, in the future. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one of the, that's the other part of consumer focused is, um, you know, you, like I said to bear on Sunday, you can get, um, you can get some cigar destinations or, um, you know, articles in cigar fishing auto that'll give you recommendations of places to go and smoke. Um, but since cigar aficionado is, is a, a wealthy lifestyle magazine, the, the places that they write about tend to be, um, um, places that are very exclusive and, and don't get me wrong. Biggs is very exclusive, but one of the terms I used with bear on, on Sunday was, um, pretentious yet approachable. Mm. And honestly, Biggs is pretentious yet approachable there. The, you look at the place and you walk in the place and look around the inside and it, it, it looks, you know, uh, just very posh mm -hmm. and exclusive and, and fancy, but, the people there are just regular cigar people. Even the, honestly, even the people there who are freaking loaded rich, they're just regular cigar people. And, uh, that's one of the things that was so nice about it. Um, and we do have other minds, uh, that we're just going to keep looking for. Mm -hmm. And we want the places too, that are not necessarily the biggest and fanciest cigar shop in a particular city, but those hidden gems that yeah. sometimes, they'll have the really great selection of, of small batch cigars and, and boutique cigars. They'll have those selections that, that a lot of times maybe you can't get in the bigger stores. Yeah. And, and the places that are just, they have a cool vibe and cool people and, you know, we're back. Wow. We're going to try it again. Let's do this. There's, there's forces at work that don't want this to happen. I refuse to give up. So, not quitters. I'm stubborn. I refuse to give up. So, not quitters. We're gonna keep going. Yep. Take three. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. Um. So, Biggs Mansion. Yes. And a cigar. shout out to Pandy. Oh yeah, Pandy's great. He's the I think general manager yep. uh, of the of the shop there, and he treated us like royalty. Yep. You know, and um, really just great people. And so, yeah, had a great conversation with Risty, but we have more in the works, you know, more places we want to go around the country and see the places that are cool and fun to smoke, um, whether they're the big um, fancy shops or whether they're the small hometown places. We want to get to know everything. Um, so that's really th that and, you know, the cigar destinations and the consumer focused of, of looking at those cigars that have, um, you know, are are staples, long-term staples on the market. That's really where the consumer focus piece comes from. Um, 
so one of the other things that I started um, sort of a kernel of an idea for an article that is going to be coming soon. I just have to think through it and, and, and write it, but I've got, you know, a few paragraphs just for the idea is um, I was thinking about this a while ago for um, your, your, your basic morning cigar mm-hmm. is um, you know, a lot of guys they'll sit down with, with a cup of coffee or tea, whatever your morning beverage of choice is. And nine times out of 10, what is somebody going to reach for to smoke with that? Um, you know, a light cigar. Yeah. So like a Connecticut shade, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. You know, a few of mine, I, uh, I love an Ashton classic <clears throat> is one of my, uh, favorite morning cigars. Yeah. Um, every once in a while I'll, I'll get, uh, I'll even do the, um, the Java, you know, um, I'm typically oh, yeah. not, not yeah. an infused guy at all. Yeah. I'm not either, but I do sometimes. The tobacco, tobacco special or the, special the Java. Or the Javas. Yeah. And then the uh, Nub, Nub has a line also yeah, yeah. of, of uh, cap, the Nub Cafe line yep. that are, that are, uh, that are not too bad. Um, and somebody just put out another coffee one uh, recently that was really good. Um, I want to oh. say it was maybe Macanudo. Oh, yes, it was. It was. Macanu- it's called the M. Yes. By Macanudo. Um and it's, uh, I don't know how well it's doing on the market, but, but I know I it, was, it. it was a big launch uh, for them at IPCPR last year was, okay. was the Macanudo M uh, and it's coffee infused. Um, if I remember right, this one is actually the wrapper leaf is mm-hmm. the only one. Uh, the wrapper leaf is the only one that's infused. They don't, they don't infuse the entire cigar. Um and from what I heard, I actually didn't smoke it. But from what I heard, this one is a little more subtle. Is It doesn't bowl you over with coffee. Mm-hmm. Is that the case? Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. That is the case. So that would probably be a good one for somebody who's not really super into infused cigars. Yeah, shout out to Risty. Risty. Nub. Dude. I love you, bro. Um. And, but what, one of the things I was thinking about was that there are a lot of cigars I smoke in the morning with coffee that are not Connecticut shade. And sometimes I'll even smoke, I'll even pull out a strong cigar and smoke it in the morning. It just depends on what I'm, uh, kind of what I'm, what I'm drinking that morning, um, and kind of how I feel. So sometimes I'll grab a, you know, I'll grab a strong cigar and smoke it in the morning. Um, so it really just kind of depends. And that's, that's kind of the idea that came to me. And then earlier today, on Facebook, um, Michael Herklotz from Nat Sherman put a post out there saying that he actually, his typical go-to in the morning is a strong cigar instead of a mild. Um, and, you know, that's, it's really true. You don't have to always um, have, um, you know, pancake pancakes and syrup in the morning for breakfast right, right. you know a lot of times you know you're throwing you're going to make huevos rancheros man yeah. you're going to throw chorizo and you know you're going to get some spice cooking in the morning you yeah. don't have to it doesn't always have to be you know you know fruit and fruit, fruit and granola <laughs> so that's that's one of the things i'm going to talk about in this article is is alternatives you know you, it doesn't always have to be that mild stuff in the morning 
Yeah. What do you guys like to smoke in the morning? Risty, you know, shout out. What uh, What do you like to smoke in the morning? Risty's smoking those nugs in the morning. Mm. Those, the, the, so Risty's new new cigar, the nugs. It's uh, the first uh, CBD infused cigar. Yeah. Um, you had a chance to try that. I you? did. I so I've, I he he was Risty was great to give me a few samples. I smoked one of them. Um, and I want to smoke a few more before the the official review gets posted. Um, and I don't, I'm not going to, you know, give spoilers on the review, but it's a tasty little cigar. And it's just a short, you know, um, I don't recall the exact size. I want to say four by 46, but okay. it's, um, it's a tasty little bugger. Um, Corona. And it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, there's so much moving in the CBD market. And I'll be honest, I'm one of those guys that until very recently, I didn't have a freaking clue about CBD. I didn't know anything about it at all. I, I'm probably uh, like a lot of people out there in the world who, you know, you think CBD, you think marijuana. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just not true. And I, of course, I didn't know that until I started doing a lot of reading and a lot of research. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I'll try to put some of that information in the, in the, in the review, just so people know kind of what they're dealing with that, you know, you smoke one of these cigars, you're not gonna have to worry about drug tests. You're not gonna have to worry about driving or anything like that. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's not like that at all. So shout out to big pickle pickle. What's up, brother? How you doing, brother? Um, so yeah, that's, there's so many different things you can smoke in the morning. I mean, I, there have been mornings that I wake up and I, I'm smoking an LFD double hero chisel and it's just some mornings it just feels right. So, you know, it doesn't always have to be the, the mildest cigar in your humidor. No. And, and typically I am, you know, typically I am a, a Connecticut or a Lake guy in the morning. Um, but uh, like you, and once in a while. one wrapper that I've been digging like crazy lately is Sumatra. Mm. I've been smoking a lot of cigars with Sumatra wrappers and I, I'll go on kicks, you know, where I'll smoke a lot of one thing for a long time and I'll smoke a lot and then it'll, it'll shift. But for me, it's usually not brand related. It's, you know, it's not like I'm going to smoke a bunch of tatuajes for a few weeks and, and that's almost all I'll smoke or I'll smoke a bunch of Fuentes for a week or I'll smoke a bunch of whatever for a week. It's for me, it's usually wrapper related. Yeah. You know, I'll smoke a, I'll spend two weeks and I'll smoke almost nothing but Sumatra wrapper or I'll take two weeks and smoke almost nothing but broadleaf and that kind of thing. And that helps give me a lot of, um, it, it just really helps my, my palate kind of hone in on what that wrapper tastes like. Yeah. Uh, I sort of, I almost do it as training. <laughs> it's fun training, but yeah. I, um, it's kind of like training for my palate. I think one of my favorite uh, Sumatras and one of the first Sumatra cigars that I really fell in love with was the Kristoff, uh, especially the Lancero uh, Sumatra. You guys will start to realize that I am just a Lancero whore. Uh, I love the Lancero. It's my favorite Batola, and that Christoph Sumatra lights out every time I look. Yeah, it. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, honestly, the uh, the Fuente Don Carlos. Oh. I mean, that, that cigar is it's it's all day good. Yeah, it's it's just a it, it's a point. it's a great example <clears throat> for a Fuente. It's a great price point, it is. and it's it's a um, it's a great example of of a Sumatra wrapper, kind of what can be done with Sumatra wrapper. Um, and then the, uh, um, uh, 
having such a bad brain fart right now. The oh the uh the the Ambos Mundos. Oh yeah. So there's two <clears throat> versions. There's the there's the Habano and there's the Sumatra. And the um basically they flip flop the the binder and the wrapper. Mm -hmm. So the you know, one version it's a Habano wrapper, Sumatra binder, and then the other way around on the other version. And I like I just dig that Sumatra wrapper. Yeah. It's just crazy, crazy yep. good. Yep. Um so destinations you know, yeah destinations um i'm going to be going to nashville and then to atlanta at the end of the month and if you know of great spots that i gotta hit uh hit me up oh yeah and please let me know yeah if you guys know of any place in nashville and atlanta you know you can leave comments here you can leave comment at any time uh on our on our facebook page um just give us uh, give us ideas of where to go in in those cities mm -hmm. um uh and we are going to have another, uh, you know, uh, right up soon. You know, obviously we're here in Twin Cities in Minnesota, and there are a lot of great cigar shops in this area. So, of course, we're going to, you know, start focusing on some of those shops because they're the ones that we like to go to and smoke and, and buy our cigars from all the time. So we want to give uh, give those shops their due because there are some really killer shops right here in Minnesota. Yeah, and please support your local shops wherever you're at. Um, and uh, brick and mortar is really the lifeblood of not only the uh, you know, cigar industry in general, but also cigar culture. It's where I really fell in love with cigar culture. It's just yeah. sitting in the lounges, talking with you yeah. know, people from all over, all walks of life. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. So find a good shop uh, locally, um, buy from there. And I'm not saying don't buy you know, from the online retailers, because uh, we all do. And uh, there's great deals to be had and yeah. do that, but support your local B&Ms. Yeah. Tor, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Um, yeah, cigar shops, you got to go to those local shops and support them. You know, that's that's really where it all comes from. Uh, and it's not, it's not even about, yeah, can you, in a lot of cases, can you go online and swipe a better deal? Yep, you can, but you're not going to get that experience. No. You're not going to get to sit down and make new friends and, and just, uh, you know, dig that cigar culture that, that is, uh, is really what it's all about. You know, uh, for introverts like me, it's about getting out there, putting yourself out there, getting to know new people and, uh, um, you know, getting to know about new cigars, you know, things like that. Yep. You're going to, and, and get to know those shop owners too, man. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to open your eyes to cigars that, you know, are, are going to blow your socks off that you never in a million years would have tried before. Yeah. And the networking, you know, the people that you meet again are from all walks of life mm -hmm. from, you know, every occupation and background. And um, it's just a uh, fantastic, the amount of, you know, oh, yeah. things that, Hey, this guy, you know, works on cars or this guy, you know, or gal does this and you can uh, just meet so many awesome, awesome people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was, can, um, can you think Garrett of anything over the last week or so, maybe a couple weeks that has been new to you that you've smoked that kind of lit you up a little bit that you thought, man, this is cool. I want to try this again. Or maybe something that that's been something you haven't smoked in a few years that you came back to again and said, Oh, I remember this cigar. Yeah. Well, I have uh, two of those. Uh, to answer your first question is the the padrone the new padrone uh, oh yeah 
that was stupid yeah the the new the new black, black label uh uh taa is ridiculous i mean i um Can't i didn't i didn't smoke it back when you know it was first released for because they made so few and and i didn't really go after it but it's it's just really so so good mm-hmm. um and if you if if you can find any at, at your local shop um pick those up now i'll be honest i i did also buy some of the the natural wrapper mm-hmm. and um i usually like natural wrapper padrones better than i like maduro wrapper padrones depending on the version you actually 1926s <laughs> i like the maduro better on the 1926s yes sir than the natural i like the natural 64 better than the maduro 64 but so far i've only smoked one so this is a qualifier on the the new taa so i smoked three so far of the maduro and it was lights out so good i've only smoked one of the natural and i was kind of underwhelmed i'll be honest i'm gonna give you one to smoke too but i i was kind of underwhelmed so i'm hoping you know it was i I was really excited so i smoked it like the second day after i got him in the mail and (laughs) minnesota winter is probably wasn't the best idea in the world but um yeah i want to uh uh, the other cigar yeah was the illusione 888 oh so good and i hadn't had one in yeah over a year i want to say yeah and you know just every once in a while you see him you're like yep yeah and dion knows what he's doing man dion (laughs) dion makes good cigars um yeah the the 888s are great the um the the hks the uh the holy lances oh um the uh yeah it's i mean he's just the the uh the hot 10 that that came out it's ridiculous i haven't tried the one-off yet the one-off i keep hearing just phenomenal things about okay um which was a so one-off was a a brand that was really big back in i want to say the late 90s uh and then it just um uh it went away and dion actually bought the brand and brought it into illusione and um i haven't tried it yet but i just hear it's it's awesome cool so look forward to that one um one of the ones that i um it was it was sort of a revisit for me that i smoked for the first time in a while was one of the casa fuentes Mm. um and it um it was one that i've had for a long time that i bought at casa fuente in vegas uh three three years ago i bought Mm. i bought a handful of them when i was there uh three years ago and um i had one left in from from that trip and i smoked it last week sometime and it was just i mean it was so good but even after three years it still had a ton of strength you know it didn't it didn't lose any of that um that power in that final third like like they usually have you know sometimes put a few years on a cigar it's going to lose that it's going to lose that traction but it still had it it really did yeah great cigar how about you how about we what what a uh what cigar has really impressed you lately impressed me lately yeah um well i finally finally smoked um the sin compromiso mm. uh, from dunbarton tobacco from steve so saka yeah um I I was just waiting for so long to try it and I finally got my hands on some and tried it and it's just ridiculous how good it is and and also you know you can talk about 
oh, this cigar is really unique. This cigar is really different. And in a lot of cases, they're they're just really not. There's 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 usually going to be something that's already been on the market that's that's come at least close to that sort of flavor profile. But this one was really kind of out there, man. It was it was, but it, in in a really good way, mm-hmm. in a really good way. And I I have all my notes written down uh, from the from the tastings that I did when I when I smoked the samples that I bought, and it it was just really really different. And um, so I'm excited to write that review up because it was one of the most unique cigars I've had in the last few years. Yeah. Um, they're, they go really fast. So if you've got a local shop that carries them, um, you know, get in there and buy them basically as soon as you see them, because every place I talk to says they, they lose, they leave the shelf immediately. Yep. A lot of times they're sold out in pre-orders before they even show up. So if you've got to, you know, get a good relationship with your shop owners because they can help you sometimes know about things that are going to be coming into the shop. So you can, you can maybe pre-order a fiver or pre-order a box or something like that. Um, that's, that's another one of the big reasons it's important to go to those local shops because you build that relationship with the owner and, you know, sometimes they, they would be more than happy to, um, sell you a few up front before they even ship to the store. And that could save you the trouble of, you know, the hassle of trying to make sure you actually get your hands on something. Yeah. Let me run something by you. Yeah. So when my father came on the market, it was uh, an explosion yeah. of my father. And I remember the first, you know, I want to say a good three, four, five years. Now, are you, uh, sorry to interrupt. Are you talking the actual My Father brand the or actual, the Don No, okay. the actual My Father brand. Yeah. And everything that comes from the Don Pepin family is... Obviously, I mean, it's rooted in just amazing. Yeah. Amazingness. Yeah, they got great history. I was having a conversation with a guy the other day at Stogie's on Grand about the the My Father. So another My Father hit the Aficionados Top 25 again this year. Is My Father kind of losing its wow factor with the all the new cigars that they have continuously put out that have been fantastic? Is it hard for them to continue to top themselves or to stay in the the game because this last year's new offering is phenomenal it's another the grand oferta yes yeah so i'll be honest with you i'll be honest with you so uh, in the last few years the the releases that they've put out each year um this year or just this past year was uh la grand oferta year before that was La Opulencia. I actually, of the two, I prefer the Opulencia. Opulencia. Yeah. I do too. And that's my, that's just my palate. That's the one that I prefer over, um, over the, the newer one. But are we starting to get kind of, yeah, my father puts out a, a, you know, another good cigar, you know, are we starting to get lulled by their, their, by their greatness? By their greatness. Um, maybe in a way, but I, I, I think they're happy with it. You know, because they they're making a mark in the in the industry pretty much every year. Yeah. When they put out a new release, and when they put out a new release, they've made such a reputation for themselves that they're the retailers are going to go after it. They're going to go after that new release and want to get it on their shelves because the customers are clamoring for it. Yeah, and they sell. They do sell, um, but the hype is is kind of died down. And I th- I think that happens with 
you know, when you've got a brand that not necessarily a brand that gets, that gets the number one cigar, which my father has a few times, but when you get, when you get a brand that's consistently in the top five or top 10, um, and you look at those brands like my father, Oliva, Padron, Quorum, Quorum. <laughs> yeah, Quorum, they're consistently in the, yeah, they're up there. Yep. Um, but, but the, the brands that are always there, you know, whether it's my father, Oliva, um, Fuente, Padron, those are the brands that are, you can, you can count on those. They're perennial favorites that they're going to be in the race. Yeah. And they're also brands that have rich history. Yeah. And I just, I don't see them slowing down and they are, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows where they'll have a cigar that's going to be lights out and it's going to, it's, it's going to just be massive in the marketplace. And then they'll have one that sells well, but you know, maybe isn't, you know, a, a game changer. What about AJ Fernandez? Oh, AJ is, yeah. AJ is a phenom. Oh gosh. He's because not only does he, I mean, he's, he's everywhere guys. Honestly, if you, if you've been smoking premium cigars for the last few years, you see his name everywhere. He's, I mean, he's got his own brand, obviously, mm-hmm. which, you know, a lot of the cigars in his lineup are just phenomenal, but he's also got his name on cigars everywhere from all other brands. And he's not just slapping his name on it. Yeah. He actually works. He doesn't just, they don't just put the AJ Fernandez name on it. Yeah. He works with these companies to do the blending and to dial it in and make sure that it's what he wants. Yep. Um, and he, uh, I mean, from stuff from Altidus and General Cigar and um, I'm trying to think of other other brands that he's big, worked with. Yeah, those, those are, are the, the big, big boys. Yeah, but, those are the big ones. Um, but yeah, he's... He's done some phenomenal, phenomenal work. Um, last year, I called him King Midas because, yeah. you know, um, there are, I want to say maybe one or two that are, you know, good. Yeah. But for the most part, everything that he's put out has been far above par. And he's been, he's been working with tobacco so long and he knows tobacco so well. Um, and because of the position he's in with growing and, you know, growing, storing, curing, fermenting, uh, he's got access to everything. Yep. Um, he's got access to tobaccos that a lot of people don't have access to. Um, and he, he just does a really great job and he's hats off to him because he's done a phenomenal job at branding himself. Yeah, he really has. And that is, that's a skill that's overlooked a lot. You know, he's actually branded himself and um, made himself into uh, uh, a brand that everybody is lining up to work with. Yeah, and he's a likable guy too yeah. on top of it, you know. Um, and you'll find that in this industry that, you know, from all of these, um, you know, guys like AJ Fernandez and Skip and that, are so just immersed in um, in the industry that um, not only are they putting out great products, but they are ambassadors for the culture yeah. in such a good way. 
Um, well, and they, there's, there's some guys who, you know, they live the life they, um, um, they actually put themselves in, um, in Nicaragua or in Dominican Republic or in Honduras or in Costa Rica. They put themselves in those places long-term, full-time sometimes. Right. Uh, and um, I'm not saying that's, I, I don't think that's a necessity to be a good brand owner, <laughs> but I think it really does make a difference. Indicator of their, you know, uh, they're all in. Yeah, that, um, it shows their, their it, yeah, that's, yeah, it shows their level of commitment. That's a, that's the best way to say it. And uh, yeah, putting out good products. So, um, um, one of the other things that, uh, you know, because anybody who has known me for a little while knows that, that I'm a huge nerd. That's my name. So if you've been on any cigar forums or discussion forums, cigar dojo, places like that, that's, that's my name. I'm a huge nerd. And that goes back actually many years back when I was a video gamer, that was my screen name. Um, and so one of the things that I wanted to bring up on this, and it's going to be a regular part of what we do here is we're going to have the, the, the weekly piece of, uh, of, um, unnecessary knowledge, mm. you know, it's one of those odd, strange, deep track fact, but you don't know why you know it. <laughs> And it's useless information. You really yeah. don't need to know it. It doesn't, it's, it's not going to help you in a fire. It's not going to help you in a flood. It's not going to help you out of the zombie apocalypse. And it's not going to help you during your ACTs or whatever other, or, or basically any time in your life. It's not going to help you. Uh, but they're fun little factoids to know just because they're fun. Absolutely. So I've got a few, uh, few here that I'm going to start with. And we're going to do one or two of these every week just to stay on top of the useless information. The merry-go-round of useless information. So can you, uh, can you tell me Barbie's full name? Nope. Did you know Barbie had a full name? I, this is the first I've heard that Barbie had a full name. Wow. If you had to guess, what's Barbie's full name? Barbie Skinny Whiterson. <laughs> you were so close. You were so close. It's it's almost Barbie Skin. What, what Skinny Whiterson. Skinny Whiterson. It's not Barbie Skinny Whiterson. Her full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts, which basically is the same as Barbara Skinny. Barbie Skinny, Skinny Whiterson. It really is. It's synonymous. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Oh, I've got to do one more here. All right, so there, there are words. Obviously, we know one right off the bat. There are words in the English language that there are no rhyming words for. We know one right off the bat, which orange. is orange. So can you name the other English language words that have no rhyming words? <clears throat> No. Oh, come on. Orange and uh, month. Don't try to rhyme that one. It'll okay. it'll end badly. All right. Month. Yep. Yeah. Silver. 
Bilver. Come on. <laughs> purple. Oh, yeah, purple. Now, nurple, you could do nurple, but, but technically nurple's, nurple's, not nurple's not a word. Although I think nurple should be a word. Yeah. So, so uh, who is it? Webster's, whoever, you know, puts the dictionary together. Hashtag nurple. Get on that, you know, hashtag nurple. It needs to be a real word. Let's, 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 I mean, it's purple nurple's been around for ages. Let's get it in the dictionary already. I think it's time. Just to give you guys something to, uh, Talk something to ponder. Barbie, Barbie Some, Skinny Whiterson. Barbie Skinny Hashtag. <laughs> so, uh, to close things out here, um, thank you guys for putting up with a little technical issues. You know, it happens. Yeah. So we'll, we'll bind all these together and edit them together and put it on the audio podcast. You guys can listen to it in its entirety without the stupid, uh, shutdowns in the middle. Um, and also uh, to let you know uh, a few things that are coming up other than what we've talked about already, already we're going to be doing uh, giveaways at some point, um, want to be doing events, and, um, you know, we're looking forward to bringing guests on yeah. and uh, talking with, you know, all kinds of people that are involved in Seagull culture from consumers to reps to shop owners so we plan on really expanding um, the horizons, and it's not just going to be us two goons. <laughs> yeah, you'll get more than just us, we promise. Yeah. That is something we'll do. You know, part of this Facebook Live thing is we wanted to test out, see how it works. Obviously, there was a few glitches we have to learn about and, and figure out how to not have that happen again. But, yeah, we'll have people on so we can um, put people in front of you, give you a chance to know some of the brand owners, some of the blenders, some of the people who are – you know, big time names in the industry so you can get to know them and get to know their stories um, and learn more about their cigars and then go and and bother your local brick and mortar shops to make sure they carry those cigars. Yeah. So that's definitely going to be upcoming giveaways too. Um, and um, I'm learning little bits and pieces, you know, about the web piece of it to make sure that we run those giveaways properly so that we don't have any hiccups. You know, there are, are ways to do that. I'm learning about, um, you know, as, as the website gets built and, and we continue to um, put those pieces together, that is something that's going to be coming soon. Um, one other thing, um, you know, there's going to be more reviews coming, um, more articles coming, more cigar destinations coming. Mm -hmm. And um, we're just going to continue to learn more about the whole world of premium cigars. We love so much as the, you know, as these weeks and years go on. And we, one of the things we're we're going to strive to do is consistency you know we want to give you guys content on the website on a regular basis so that you know if if you come back to us every day there's going to be um you know there's going to be something new for you guys to read and 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 learn about along with us um we want to give you that content on a regular basis yep. as often as we can yeah but join us every tuesday night we're gonna we're gonna be rolling with uh yeah. Um, I know Facebook Live, and we're going to expand uh, a lot of things there. So every Tuesday night uh, around 8 o'clock-ish, 8.30, um, look for us every Tuesday. Yes. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll learn from the glitches as we go, mm -hmm. and we'll, uh, you know, we'll figure it out so that it's smoother so we don't have to worry about those glitches in the future. And, you know, part of the reason we're doing this is because 
you know, it's just a great, like we said before, it's a great culture to be a part of. It's a great culture to learn more about. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that brings people together. The cigar relation or the cigar business, the cigar culture is all about relationships. And it's really, um, you know, it's really a cool, um, cool thing to be a part of. And yeah. we want to help grow that and we want to help expand it. Yeah. And Big Pickle says uh, Trinity and ATL. Trinity. Okay. Thanks, Pickle. We'll yeah, check that out. Check that out for sure. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys very much for giving us a few minutes of your time. We'll let you get back to your evenings. If it's past your bedtime, go to bed. And otherwise, we will see you guys again soon. As we always say, burn cigars, not, not bridges. bridges. We'll see you guys later. Thanks.